Hello, darlings. It's me, This is my podcast, Getting Effie. And I want to make you my little effers. So come on, subscribe, follow on Twitter. Don't be a twat, be a follower. And please, darling, follow me on Instagram. Now, I just want to tell you, Instagram, you're lovely. I'm getting up there. I'm getting quite popular with my whole, what, 40, 140 people. <laughs> what is going on with Twitter? You stingy little sods. I can't even believe it. I mean, in my real life, I have thousands and thousands of people following me, and then I can't even barely get 40 people. And by the way, the 40 people on Twitter... I just want you to know you're all invited to my flat in New York City for Christmas because you are the only non-stingy lot. I just adore you. Thank you so much. But give me a follow, you little wankers. Now, more about me. I, as you know, I come from New York City. I mean, I'm not from there, obviously, but I've lived there, so I'm a New Yorker lived here for about 10 years, and this is pre-recorded. I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a DM. By the way, hang on. I just want to say, do not send me a dick pic. And I really don't need this. I mean, please, what do you think you're doing? Do you think women even want to have that? Do you think that's enticing? Let alone, it's just disgusting, because I'm probably old enough to be your mommy's little sister. Yes, the gorgeous heart aunt. You know, the one that doesn't quite fit in the family, but she's the exotic, gorgeous one, and you're all quite unattractive. Well, let's just say your grandpapa wasn't very proper. Didn't keep it in his pants when he took a little trip to Spain and met a gorgeous, gorgeous Hispanic actress. Well, they got together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had me. And I'm just a little Effie. What can I say? I'm spicy, hot cocoa with a little red pepper flake. And, of course, British upscale douchebag. So, darling, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to be entertaining. But here's a few things about me that you probably already noticed. I have attention deficit disorder. I take some very important medicine that is delivered by an ice cream truck, unmarked. Yes, this is New York City. And, well, let's just say I have a little medical card so I can legally take all the edibles I want. And besides having attention deficit disorder... I'm a perfectionist and a procrastinator, and I'm in the middle of writing a script for a movie. And I've got a deadline. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. Oh, I have a calling. I have to have a podcast about my favorite reality shows. And on top of that, a little bit about my extraordinary life. I better sprinkle in a little bit of my Effie wisdom. I don't know what I'm thinking, but let me tell you, if I don't get more than three subscribers, I'll bugger off and get to my work, and we probably will never speak again. But if I do, we'll be friends for life. Okay, darlings, let's get right into it. 
if you've been following me on Twitter or on Instagram, you know, the 40 people on Twitter, I love you. Remember, you're going to my house for Christmas dinner. Anyway, if you've been following me, you know we've been keeping up with our favorite reality show, which would be Big Brother CBS All-Stars. And of course, I've been posting updates and I know I'm really late for the party of podcasts, but you know, other people, they actually do this very professional. They have all the equipment. This is a free app with a free microphone. I kid you not, my mate had it in his garbage and I scrambled through his garbage and went, hey, I'll take this. And here we go. So if I have more than three, maybe I'll invest in that, you know, 45 quid microphone that might have a better sound than this. But if not, bugger off, I'll just not have a podcast. It won't break my bank. Now, let's get started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we know that this is an all-star cast and it's all returning players. And of course, if you've been keeping up, you certainly know the cast is. But what the hell, for those few people that have nothing better to do, I'm going to tell you who the cast is. And it's Keisha and Kevin and Nicole F and Davon and Nicole A and Bailey and Tyler and Cody and Ian and Kesa, Janelle, Christmas, Enzo and Memphis and David. Lovely people. And they've all come to entertain us for the all-star, all-star cast on CBS Big Brother. And of course... I'm just going to quickly catch us up, and I won't give you a lot of tea until we get to the the week that we're on right now, and that would be week five. I know, I know. I'm five weeks behind, but it doesn't really matter. You don't really care. I mean, look at it like we talked about, and they have the 40 people that come into my home for Christmas dinner on Twitter. Now, darlings, let's see. So the first HOH was Cody. Yes, he's sort of strutting this stuff. Oh, he can balance the best on a mushroom. Cody's the king of the house. So he's the Co- he's the Cody king, and he is HOH. And scurrying, scurrying, scurrying about. It's Nicole F. She wants to work with him. Well, you know, she says this in her ever so annoying voice with her deviated septum. Hey, don't tell me I'm shouldn't be shading people with the way they talk, especially the way I talk. And let me just tell you, I'm concerned. There is concern behind my suggestion for her to go to a plastic surgeon and get her deviated septum, you know, tunneled out or something. Okay, that's enough about Nicole. She was worried that Ian was, her words, sketchy. And she was alerting Cody about this, and then Slither, 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 who comes up, well, she has another hilarious accent. It's called Daddy Issues slash TV in the 90s Raised Me slash Counterfeit Kardashian. Now, she obviously was raised by the Kardashian family on TV, so she has this kind of counterfeit Kardashian valley girl accent, and that would be Danny, yes. Now, I loved Danny before, but I don't think I really knew her because this season, she's a effing sword. Okay, and Nicole F., I never much cared for her. I thought she did not deserve to win her season. We all know the season she won, Paul did all the work. She was in bed all the time with that tall Barbie 
What's his name? I don't even remember his name. That's how unrememberable he is. Um, Corey, yes. He looked like, you know, Ken the Barbie doll. She continuously said he was the best looking boy she's ever seen. Well, she stayed in bed the whole season, you know, whined and barely did anything, and she won. Now, we all know she didn't deserve it. Come on. We know that, that really, really, Paul deserved that win. But we're not talking about that season. See, that's when my attention deficit disorder gets involved. So, darlings, I will take a little edible. And don't worry, you don't have to call up the local police station. I have a med card. So, I'm going to just take a little edible. So, hopefully, I can concentrate and get through this bloody podcast. Okay. So, we know about those two and we know that Cody is working with them. So that's the triangle. And then the other duos that formed immediately was Tyler and every duo in the house of people that was the popular group, I guess, you know, the, the people that he felt was worthy to be in duos with. Everybody loves Tyler. You know, how did Kevin describe him? The blonde Jesus, you know, place. I would never describe Tyler. I'd call him the semi-sociopath Goldilocks. Okay. And then there was the returning Janelle and Kesa, Jason, and the beautiful Dave Vaughn and Bailey, the black girl magic. And, well, there was a name on the Tyler and Xmas duo called the Carolinas and Enzo and Cozy made the Jersey Boys. So, I never quite named the trio of Cody and Nicole F. and Danny. Basically, D-bag mean girls kind of trio. That's what I'm going to call them. And there was also developing in the last few weeks, there was the Slick Six. I mean, honestly, we all know that dissolved already. And that was with that was with Danny, and it was with Devon, and Bailey, and Enzo, Cody, and that was with Tyler, I believe. Is that six? Well, anyway. They're soon now. Now we're on week fifth. They're already dissolving, so it doesn't really matter. And then there was this other, like, commissioners, or what were they called? Confidential. Anyway, again, another group that's probably going to dissolve, but that was with that. The slit six was Tyler, Enzo, Day, Bay, Danny, and Cody. And then the commissioners, is that what they're called? Commissioners or confidentials? Um, well, I think that you probably know what they are because, like I said, we are now on the fifth week. I know that that was Memphis X, Miss Tyler, Cody. Danny Enzo, and just saw their names, committee, that's what they were called, the committee, so maybe Ian was in that, I'm not quite sure, again, it doesn't really matter because things go so quickly, you know, all those, those groups, the alliances, they just quickly change daily, and we know that Cody put, well, he put Keisha, lovely Keisha, on the block. Ooh, that was a really big move there, Cody. I thought for sure he was going to backdoor somebody. I mean, 
where are your balls, Cody? Put Kevin. And at that time, we were like, who's Kevin? <laughs> you know, who was Kevin? He was just this little boy outside that was kind of upset. I mean, he does look like he's so blessed with great genetics. He looks exactly the way he looked when he played. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. That he is not aged. I think he's 40, but I swear to God, he looks the exact same. And he just didn't fit in right away, you know, with the cool kids, how it is with Big Brother. And of course, he and Keisha got on the blog. Keisha was more organic and laid back, but you have to kiss the ring, Keisha. And she didn't. And she got chopped, and so she got sent home. We appreciate all that work that you did to get on the show with COVID testing and sequestering. Thank you so much, Keisha. And we also know that the first week there was some controversial things that happened with Danny. So Ian was having visible difficulties being comfortable in the house. And he shared with America and he shared with his cast that he has autism. And so to deal with his autism, he does this rocking motion. And he explained that he feels that he has a lot of energy that has to be expelled and he has to do this to alleviate a lot of his discomfort. And with his schedule coming completely out of whack, being locked into the big brother house, being on slot, he was rocky. And so he explained it to the castmates. Well, everybody else was very understanding and they appreciated him being so vulnerable. And everybody at home greatly appreciated him to be so vulnerable and educate us on autism. Unfortunately, Danny slithered about and started talking about his autism, that he was going to use it in the season to get him further. So he was going to use the autism as a crutch to get him further. Now, she did just say it once or twice. She said it like five times to five people. And it was, and I'm, I'm only laughing out of total disgust. I mean, it's like that reaction where you just, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it is just completely bad news to immediately pick on somebody for any type of diversity. And so, unfortunately, Danny became the mean girl in my book. She also was ignorant about, she was crossing through a room with Cody and she referred to Day as like, there's Day and there's her weave. It was just an insensitive kind of white girl obnoxious thing to say and of course she doesn't even notice it she's definitely a girl that's never really understood anything about I don't know any type of like realness about life I mean I know that she has tons of daddy issues and all that stuff but I mean you know she was probably liked right away and that's just the way the world is that's not mince words I mean you know there really isn't any mince words you Blonde hair, blue eyes, thin and attractive valley girl. You're not really going to struggle in high school, you know. You're not going to deal, you're not going to have to deal with a lot of stuff that a lot of people with any type of diversity or people of color have to deal with. So I guess she was getting a mean girl on. I mean, it was just ridiculous and ignorant. So immediately, the sad thing is, is that I was like, oh no, I mean, this is the beginning of Big Brother and Danny's already 
showing us that she's a mean girl and Nicole F. Oh my gosh. You know, Nicole F. agreed with her. She said, oh, I agree with you. I think that Ian, now that he is going to, you know, he's told us he has autism, I feel obligated to take care of him. Well, you know, there's that old saying, like, don't, don't do something if you don't want to do it. You want to get credit for something and then you're not even genuine about being kind to him. Every time she does anything for him, she'll say, oh, would you like something to eat? What would you like? And then he says, yes, I'd like this. And then she goes right to Danny and everybody else, Cody and everybody, and she complains about it. Oh, I have to make him dinner now. I mean, she's so insincere and ignorant, okay? Also, when Danny was going about telling everybody that Ian was going to use his autism to feather him in the game, she agreed with her. And the sad thing about it was is that I thought Nicole A was a trained nurse the first season before she had the makeover and lost her 20 pounds and became all of a sudden a social media influencer. Please give me a break. Anyway, so she was like, oh yeah, I agree with you. He's going to be an, a burden in the show. I already feel like I have to take care of him. So that was kind of sad. Like right away, they became the mean girls in my book. So they became the mean girls. Also, Nicole F. went on and on about her ugly, I mean ugly wetting, and the fact that Janelle did not RSVP her. Give me an effing break. Who, in the middle of a pandemic, you have three children, you're a mom, you're a full-time worker with a real job, you know, uh, uh, she's a real estate agent in Minnesota, and she's married and everything. I mean, really? She didn't run to RSVP to your ugly, ugly wedding? So she was hating on Janelle immediately, and she was the biggest spoiled brat I've ever seen. I mean, honestly, she cried nonstop the first week. It was ridiculous. I would tune in, and it would be her ugly cry throughout having all the attention, telling everybody that Nicole, that Janelle hated her and she never RSVP to a wedding, but then it became bigger and bigger and everybody that was related to Janelle, she made up lies and lies and as you know, we're all watching, she is a twat. So those two became the mean girls in my book. Well, he put up Keisha Kevin, as we talked about it. Kevin put his Louis Vuitton, got to work. He ends up staying, and Keisha is sent home. Farewell, Keisha. For all the work you did, we greatly appreciate it to be on Big Brother for our entertainment. Second week. 